Hey, everybody, this is Christy Waltrip, and you are listening to the Massage Project podcast. I am so excited. We are going to have a great chat tonight with Kelly Bowers. Kelly is the owner of the Healing Arts Business Academy. She is a retired massage therapist. She's also the author of four business books exclusively for massage therapists. So without further ado, Kelly, I'm welcoming you to my podcast. Thank you. I am really happy to be here talking to you. You know, massage therapists, what I discover is you put us in a room together and we think we don't have anything to say and we start talking. And four and a half hours later being the chatter chatter at conferences with people who are like, oh my God, I didn't realize how badly I needed to talk to people. <laughs> That's right. Because we're isolated in our rooms with our tables, right? In the yeah, dark. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of us look work by ourselves. So even when we leave that room, we don't really have anybody to talk to gets it. Yes. Cuz you I have a great spouse and he understands a lot but he's not a massage therapist. Right. We need our people. We need our people. We definitely need our people. Um yeah. tell me how long you were in the business. 22 years. 22 years. Very, very I graduated good. in 2000 and retired in 2022. Okay, very good. Tell me what you love to do now since retiring. What sets you on fire? What sets you apart? Kind of by accident, back in 2003, well, actually, the best things in my life have always come by accident. Mm -hmm. Back in 2003, I'd been out like three years, and I'd been talking to my school about, I'd love to teach, as so many of us do. And they called me one day and said, we need somebody to teach business. <laughs> I thought, and I said to them, but I don't know anything about business, mm -hmm. which was so very, very true. And they said, that's okay, neither does anybody else. Wow. <laughs> I know. They were desperate. And they said, we can give you the requirements that our accrediting agency has for the business section of our curriculum. I'm like, okay. Because in my previous career, I had written user guides. I had been a technical writer. So I was used to being handed a body of knowledge hmm. and having to turn it into something useful. Wow. And so I'm like, okay, I'll give this a shot, whatever. And utterly fell in love with it. I fell in love with, in part, the challenge of translating business information to a very non-business community. Mm -hmm. And I also really, it excited me to see a student who had clearly been totally apprehensive about the whole business world, get that look in their face that said, oh, well, maybe I can do this. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's so good. <laughs> and so when I retired from hands-on body work last year, now I'm devoted strictly, all I'm doing is the business education. And I, my favorite thing has always been, I've always had a sweet spot or soft spot for the beginner, for the newbie. Yeah. And I kind of traced it back to, I grew up in the military. I was the new kid a lot. Wow. So I have an instinctive understanding of what it's like to be walking into something and seriously have no idea how anything works and having to figure it out on your own. So I have really narrowed my focus now of my work to, I will get you set up in private practice. I will help you get set up in private practice. I ain't setting up your practice for you. Mm -hmm. You will set up your private practice with my help. And then I will give you two years of business coaching. Because wow. if you can, because if, if you can, if you can get through the first two years and learn the things you need to learn and develop the habits you need to have, you're good for at least the next 10 years. 
which is a point at which many of us need to do some kind of pivot anyways. Mm. About 10 years into anything is usually a good time to go, what needs to change here? And I just, I love that. I love figuring out a new way to explain something. Mm -hmm. I love, and I still love seeing somebody's body language change from, oh, I don't know about this to, wait, I could do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I could do. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, well, now that you've explained it that way, mm-hmm. I, I can see how that works. And I I teach in a professional training program and I had somebody recently say, yeah, I don't like this because <laughs> it was, I think we were doing taxes and bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. But, no, I don't like it, but you break it down in a way that I can at least see how it works, which improves the odds of me doing it. Mm. And that's kind of my skill set. That's what I get excited about is making this accessible to people. Cause you know what? This whole, well, I can't help but be poor. I'm a massage therapist. Those days need to end. Oh, amen. Those days need to end. Cause you know what? And here's my other thing. I get excited about this. You you can stop me at any point. Okay. Um <laughs> taking care of ourselves financially, creating whatever we need, and everyone's needs are different, but creating the financial resources we need is fundamentally an act of self-care. Oh, absolutely. That is us taking care of us financially. And I don't care how you feel about money. You still need it to like pay the rent, buy the groceries, go visit your grandma. You know, we all need it. It's a, it's, it is the accepted avenue of exchange. Yes. Yes. I totally agree with that. And self-care people think of bubble baths. And kale. Don't yes. forget the kale. <laughs> yes. Kale salads, uh, getting a massage, getting a pedicure, but really self-care is deeper than that. Much deeper. Yeah. It's um, financial care. Like you said, uh, yeah. time management, saying no to things that you don't need to be saying yes to. My big thing with students is also telling them nice has no place in business. That doesn't mean you need to be mean. Right. But nice is kind of a social construct where you maybe sacrifice something to make somebody else happy and make them like you. Yes. And that's not relevant to a professional therapeutic relationship. Respect, trust, connection. Yes. But nice. No, 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 no. But that don't you find that that is something that big number of massage therapists struggle with because we are taught in school to be client focused. Yeah. We take the client focused language a little far Mm -hmm. and that's, that's on top of however we were socialized. Yeah. And our field is still predominantly women Mm -hmm. who are heavily socialized to make other people comfortable. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh Uh-huh. We are. You're right. No, but you're right. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to be mean to your, well, okay. Sometimes it's okay to be mean to your clients if they're being mean to you. Yes. But you have to draw, you have to have healthy boundaries. You have to be able to say no. You, you, that's also a fundamental act of self-care. Yes. It's self-care is one of my problems with the way we talk about self-care in our industry, particularly in our trade publications is self-care. So you can keep serving other people. (laughs) right take care of yourself so you can keep being a doormat right and you know my my mantra which may end up on my tombstone is your massage takes care of other people 
your business takes care of you. Oh, that's good. So if your self-care is all about sort of stopgap measures so you can keep getting up the next day mm. and making other people happy, we 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 should talk. Yes. We need to revisit. Self-care really should be about you being fully you in and out of the massage room. Because this work, this work takes a lot out of us. Mm -hmm. I don't care how well you prepare for it. We, well, I joke, and it, you can use this if you ever go to a family reunion or a family wedding and somebody asks you what you do for a living, you say, well, I rub naked people. And then you wander away and see how long it takes to get back to your mom um, <laughs> or your sister or whomever. But, but we, we work in a space of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. We understand that the client is vulnerable, but so are we yeah. because we are giving so much of ourselves and yes. we are opening ourselves to be compassionate to often strangers. Mm. And I'm not even talking about safety vulnerability, but there's also the vulnerability of, I have never seen this body before. Mm -hmm. And now in the next 60 minutes, I'm supposed to help it fix itself. Mm -hmm. I don't care how long you've been in practice. That's some crazy stuff. It is. Stuff is not rough. the word that first came into my head. Um, but <laughs> good I'm, I'm going to try save, to be PG. <laughs> good, good save. Um, it, it takes uh, a large amount of our energy. It does. Yeah. And um, sometimes we forget that, but um, you made me think about it, explaining it that way. And it is true. And that's something that, like you said, self-care is more than just us taking a long weekend and sleeping and watching Netflix so we yeah. can get up and do it again on Monday. We got to dig deeper. And so I, I'm asking you listeners to ask yourself, are you at the place where you need to do that? Are you at a place where you need to say, huh, the weekends aren't doing it for me. I need to do something else. I need that, to find out what my soul is hungry for now. Well, and ask yourself, do I have a relationship with massage therapy that is also good for me? Mm. I mean, and that's kind of, that's a pretty big it question is. to ask. It is. And you're not going to get the answer right away. Yeah. But can you step back and say, is my relationship with massage therapy serving me as well? Mm. This has got to be more than just, well, oh no, it doesn't have to be more than just a job. It can be just a job. It really can. I but think for a lot of us, it's not. It's not. Yeah. And and we have to, when we get to that point where it starts to feel like a job and we get that pull or our soul is calling us to do something else, just like it was calling you to go into your, to have your healing arts business academy. Yeah. And for you to write these books to help other massage therapists instead of actually doing massage. Um, we have to listen to that call. And it takes a while for us to pay attention to the tap on our shoulder. Oh, it does. And so, because again, we're, we feel I, I can, I'm speaking for myself, but when I walked away from my private practice, I was abandoning the industry. Yes. Oh my and gosh. Not to so, mention, you know, then he's any lingering. I'm abandoning my clients. Yes. Which yeah. suggests that it's hard not to get sort of entangled with our clients needs. Yeah. It's really hard not to get entangled with that because we yeah. take on a responsibility mm -hmm. every time we accept their appointment. Right. We take on a responsibility of, I am the professional and I will make a difference for you, even though I have no freaking clue if I can make a difference for you or not. Yes. I, I mean, even if you're a regular client, I knew what your body was like last week. 
I literally don't know what you're bringing me today. It ain't the same body you had last week. Nobody's body is the same one they had last week. That's true. That's true. Constantly evolving. Yeah. Just like us. So this is a crazy way to make a living. It, it is. It's not for everybody. That's for it sure. You, really can't fake <laughs> you can't fake your way through this. If not you don't, like, you'll get out pretty quick. You'll get out yeah. pretty quick. So when you were creating or working on your plan for Healing Arts Business Academy and for mm-hmm. you creating the the two years of coaching that what that would look like. Yeah. Was there a moment where you thought, I I don't know if this is, if anybody's going to be interested in this, what if I can't make this happen? What if I fail? It's actually, that one is the exact opposite. Mm. Um, I've had numerous times in my professional life as a hands-on person where I went, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. I don't, I I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I can do this. I don't, what the heck? Yeah. But I will tell you, I was, there's a story behind this. So at the end of July, I had a friend let me her apartment down in St. Petersburg, Florida, because she was going to be out of town. And so I said, I'm going to go down for two weeks and I'm going to do some course development and I'm going to do a mid-year business retreat. And at the end of those two weeks, July 31st, I was looking at some stuff online and thinking and feeling really depressed. Like, how come this isn't growing? How come nobody's talking about me the way they're talking about some other people? Mm. How come nobody, how come I've been doing this in one form or another for 20 years, 10 years, really intentionally. How come it's not going anywhere? I mean, by fits and starts a little bit here, a little bit there, but I'm like 10 years, come on. Yeah. So I went to bed very depressed. And I got up the next morning and it was August 1st. I will always remember this. And this very snarky little voice out of the back of my head said, because you're not doing what you want to do. And I'm like, excuse me. And this snarky little voice said, you have only ever wanted to work with beginners. You have only ever wanted to support the newbies. And I'm like, oh, well, you're snarky, but you're not wrong. And then the program, the whole, my, my coaching program is called the first two years. Cause I'm super creative about naming things. Um, and it's yeah. literally, I will spend about six weeks with you on one-to-one zoom calls, walking you through the about three dozen decisions you need to make to set up your practice. Mm-hmm. And then I give you two years of coaching support. And it all kind of just came together for me in the, over the course of a couple of days. Wow. Because when snarky voice shows up. You should listen. Yeah, I agree. And when you're not being authentic to what yep. you really want, things are just not going to line up for you. And it's a fight. Yeah. It, it's it's just, it's like elbows. You're, you're trying to fit your way into somewhere where you're not meant to fit in there. That's not your gift that you're supposed to give. Yeah. Yeah. And it was one of those in my bones. Mm-hmm. I knew that was the right answer. And before that, I had been trying to sort of wrestle with the whole, who are we as business people? What education do we need? And and that was a lot. I also initially had a mission of, I am single-handedly going to change the entire massage therapy profession's relationship to business. Why I thought that was a good idea. You were going to take that on. (laughs) I was going to take that on. That was, and I, uh, yeah. 
that was stupid. That was that was the that noble was really, cause. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As recently as like two years ago, that was my mission. That wow. is no longer my mission. That was a stupid mission, but you know, <laughs> well, you got to start yours. somewhere. It, it sure, I don't, yours. I don't know yeah. whose it is, but it ain't mine. Yeah. yeah, this is what I do. This is what I can do well, and there are. When I talk, like I said, I teach in a professional training program and students, especially as they're approaching graduation, they've been introduced to so much and they want to be everything. Mm -hmm. And they, they, they're sort of bombarded with, you could study this or you could study this and you should be thinking about this and you should take this CE course. And, mm -hmm. and they have this picture in their head of, I'm never going to be quite enough. So I'm always going to need more. Ooh, I'm always going to need more modalities. I'm always going to need more experience. I'm always going to need more. And there is a, there is a sweetness to going this bit, this little thing that I do, I can do that really well. And somebody needs that. Right. And that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. It can take years to figure that out. It, it, yeah, it can. I mean, it a very long time as well. If you say, you know, when did you feel like you really didn't know what was going on? That was like the first five years of my life as a massage therapist. Mm -hmm. It really was. It took me yeah. like a solid two years before I felt like I really should not be doing this. I do not know what I'm doing. Oh, my God. I can't believe I tell people to come in here and let me do this. <laughs> another thing that they and I felt this way, too, was I needed another certificate. Yes. The more certificates I got and all of yeah. these different things, then then that's when people were going to say, OK, she's qualified. Right. Or, or if I don't know how to make money, it's mm -hmm. like, well, I should offer pregnancy massage and I should do elder massage and I should learn lymph drainage and I should learn neuromuscular and I should learn, you know, because clients will present with you with opportunities to use all of these sooner or later. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just have to try a bunch of things. No, frequently, especially in the beginning, you have to try a bunch of things to figure out what does and doesn't work for you. Yeah. And since we don't have a great business education frequently, mm -hmm. we're, we're chasing dollars because nobody's also shown us how to figure out our financial world. Our money. Our money. Our money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me, I'm curious, what is when your potential students start to talk to you? Yeah. What is the one thing that you hear consistently what is what do they need help with what's the they thing are overwhelmed that? yeah they're overwhelmed by the thought of everything they need to do to start a private practice okay and they don't actually know all the things they need to do but they keep hearing oh well you'll have to do this and 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 they're hearing it from a bunch of different sources and it just seems like this monstrosity like taking on a tidal wave. Mm -hmm. So overwhelm is the one word I hear most consistently. Yeah. And that probably makes them feel uh, defeated before they even get started. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you don't, if it seems like a huge thing to take on, you're also thinking, well, what are the chances I'm going to do it right? Right. What are the chances I'm going to miss something important? What are the chances I'm going to not have the right license and get in trouble with the IRS or get in wow. trouble with the state or, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, and not pay my taxes right? And what are estimated quarterly taxes? What the hell is that? Yeah. 
So, so when I say I have a program, I'll show you the outline. This Mm -hmm. is how we're going to move through it. They're like, Oh God, thank you. (laughs) And this isn't the only way to do it, but this is a way that will get you through it. So you truly are educating them and giving them the knowledge and empowering them. Yes. To do their own practice. Yes. Yes. The first part of it is it's the, it's the business course you, it would have been nice if you could have gotten in school. Although I understand entry-level programs, you can't, you can't hit it all. Oh, that's good. cannot hit it all. Right. Entry-level is um, kind of what massage school is. Yeah. And if they try to be more than entry-level, they're not putting the hours into the business curriculum. I can tell you that. That is is really, really true. Yeah. Because uh, that is something that all therapists struggle when they come out of school and they'll, they'll say they didn't learn. Well, we didn't learn about that. We didn't learn about this. And it's, I almost want to defend it and say, yeah, that we can't. You can't, you can't. can't. Well, and especially when you've now got all these people who think I will go full time. It'll only take six months and I'll have everything I need. Okay. If we're going to do that and that's what the market is asking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like that. And that's, that's where I feel like I need to step in mm-hmm. and say, this is the part that you didn't get. Cause there just wasn't enough time. And this is very specific and I'm going to take your hand and I'm going to walk you through it. Well, you absolutely shouldn't try to do this by yourself. No, absolutely not. It's there's always power in there's power in coaching. Yeah. And we could also talk about, but I guess we won't go there about. (laughs) So we're talking about your newbies. Let me talk about your newbies. They're coming out of massage school. Or they've been working for somebody else for a while and they're like, right. And then they're private practice. And they want a private practice. So, and they could be thinking, because I've been this person that thought, look, I went to massage school. I paid my money. I've done my, I'm done learning. I don't, (laughs) I don't want to invest any more money until, unless I have to do a CE class. That's all I'm doing. But the power of investing in yourself, I was telling a group of students the other day is addicting. It's empowering. It will take you to another level and you won't know it until you do it terrified. Yeah. in yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I was going to ask you if you um, also worked with clients who have been an employee and then now they've decided that they want to to have their own business. That's also what, like I said, I just got the flash of snarky insight like two and a half months ago. (laughs) So so I've got my first coaching client. I've got somebody else who wants to start in January. And I talked to somebody yesterday I suspect I'm going to say, when you decide where you're going to live for the next three years, then come back to me. But if you might be moving in the middle of this, that's not a good place to start. But that also says a lot about your integrity, Kelly. Yeah. That you are, you're not just, you're not just grabbing anybody you can and putting butts in the seats. You're, you know what I mean? You, because this is an investment of your time as well. Yeah. And if someone isn't where they need to be, then to it's going to make me crazy. Well, it's yeah. going to make me crazy. It's not going to be good for them. And it's going to make me crazy. And it, and it, it doesn't, it's not helping you if you're 
students aren't effective when they complete your program. Yeah. So I, that doesn't say I want them to succeed. Yes. I, if I'm going to change the industry, because maybe in the back of my mind, I still have that mission of I'm going to change the industry. Yes. The way to do it is keep marching people out there who have their feet on the ground. Yeah. Solidly grounded for business. And they're going to meet That's, you where they're going to meet your expectations, you as their coach and you as yeah. their educator. It's very important yeah. for them to be motivated enough to show up and say, okay, yeah. Kelly, what do you got for me today? I'm going to do yeah. it. Yeah. The expert. Yeah. Well, that brings us your, your recent comment brings that me to another question is what would you like to see in the future of our massage industry? I think the next big wave for us is not necessarily everybody talks about, we need to be taken more seriously by the medical community and be more integrated into that. And I think there is a future there, but I don't think that's the future for the whole industry. I think fundamentally, we need to be more solid financially. Okay. We need to be yeah. more solid business owners or more solid in employee or independent contract. We mm. need to be more solid as business people. And nobody really wants to hear that. But when you have put yourself in a situation, whatever that is for you, yeah. where you are taking care of yourselves financially, I mean, just mm -hmm. imagine, think about how good it feels to be financially stable, mm -hmm. to not like, I've got my cars in the shop right now because I need an oil change. I need a state inspection. And it turns out I need an axle replaced. Mm -hmm. And they called me today and said, it's going to be $700 and change. I went, okay, just let me know when it's done. And I was reflecting on the fact that my husband and I are at a place where it's like, eh, I wasn't planning on spending that, but it's not going to take us down. Mm -hmm. It's not like, Oh crap. Right. There goes Christmas. Yeah. That feeling that. of being financially stable, not you don't have to be wealthy, but just stable. Mm -hmm. Because when we are stable, then we can change things. Yeah. That's where we really bring about change. Cause I guess it's just that, that we're taking care of ourselves. When we are truly taking care of ourselves, we can start affecting the world. Mm when we are taking care of ourselves, when we are solid in our lives, then we can make a difference in the world. But, wow. you know, you can't, it's hard to be strong from a position of weakness. Yes. And again, <laughs> I, I, I just see that as a struggle, not just from new massage therapists, but one, ones that have been in the industry for a while. Yeah. Being the the caretaker of the client, mm, yeah, and not knowing and not knowing how to be a caretaker for ourselves. But there's hope with people like you and people like me who want to talk and who yeah. want to. Our our careers have shifted now from our clients on the table to our fellow massage therapists. Yes, I think that's a yes. that's a beautiful thing. I love that. So kudos. Yeah, to I I know, but I and I really want us. For all the work we put into what we do, yes, we should be taken care of. We should. We should. And I will say one of the things that I realized in about the first six months of retirement was I spent 22 years using my body to make other people's bodies better. Mm -hmm. And now the only body I have to make better is my own. And it was kind of nice to realize that. Oh, that's nice. That I don't have a responsibility to somebody else's body. A client, a student asked me, well, do you miss massage? And I know she wanted me to tell her how much I missed the work. 
-hmm. I respect and love the work. And I'm so glad I had 22 years to do it. And I will still see things. I'm like, Ooh, I should, Oh wait, I don't have to do that. I don't, <laughs> yeah. but I don't, I don't miss it. I don't, yeah. because and it's now, okay that you don't it's miss okay it. That I'd, what it means is it was time. Yes. It was time for the next phase of my life. Yes. Oh, it was I'm... time for the next thing. Yes. And the next thing is still in the industry. So I'm going to make it possible for other people to go out and rub the naked people. Yes. And, and I don't have to do it anymore. Right. But also they're going to get inspiration from your story that it's not just them at a table for the rest of their career. You're still in the industry. You're still making an impact. You're still helping people. Yes. And yes. you're a pioneer. You're doing it in a new way. Yeah. And, and a friend of mine was commenting recently when I was talking about some of this, she said, you've got a unique combination of skills mm -hmm. because you've got all that experience as a massage therapist. I studied journalism in college. So being, I'm a professional writer. That's my thing. I love to be a teacher. I love to teach and I've got a lot of experience teaching. And at now 63, the energy of the sixties is if you're lucky, I think more about a just, it's an accepting who you are. I mean, genuinely accepting who you are. And my feet feel really solid on the ground. And I have that, there's a, um, there's a word, there's a melding of all of this experience and stuff that eventually leads to wisdom. Mm -hmm. And I think I've entered that phase of life, the wisdom years. Mm. And now you're sharing with others. Yes. And I want to. I love it. And I, I and it. I also know there'll be a point where I go, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, this was good and I'm out. To that voice. Um, if yeah. you could tell massage therapists, if you could tell new massage therapists one thing, what would it be? Ooh, oh, just one, huh? Yeah, that's the hard part. Yeah. It would be, you know, that infinity symbol? Mm -hmm. At one end of it is your client. At the other end of it is you. Make sure you are continuing to move along it all the time. Ooh. Take care of your client and then turn away from your client and take care of you. And when you take care of you, then you can turn back to the client and then turn away from the client and take care of you. Wow. Keep moving along that loop because it is, it is tempting to stay out at the client end because we get so much validation Ooh. And so much good stuff out there. For one thing, they give us money. That's uh -huh. nice. Yes. They tell us we're wonderful. They're mm -hmm. delighted to see us. They tell us about how magic our hands are. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good stuff out there. And that can be addictive. Ooh. That can be addictive. And you've got to turn away from it sometimes and go back to you. Oh, that's gold. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. So I want to talk about how people can find you and connect with you and mm -hmm. where they can go to look at your collection of books that you've written. <laughs> um, on, yeah. uh, I've got a, my website is healingartsbizacademy.com, okay. Okay. which is currently being revised, but that should be finished up in about a week. Okay. All my books are available on Amazon. Okay. Just look for Kelly Bowers. And if they're writing about something other than the business of massage, it's the wrong Kelly Bowers. Gotcha. I'm really active on Facebook, Healing okay. Arts Business Academy. And I've got a bunch of stuff on um, YouTube, little instructional videos and talks. Okay, and that's great. just under my name, Kelly Bowers. Those are the places to meet me. Okay. And my email is info at bowershours.com. 
Okay. I'm going to be putting all of that into the show notes. Yeah. This has been really fun. Yeah. (laughs) I knew it would be. Kelly, I want to thank you so much for sharing your gifts with us. And I know that this is going to get a lot of new massage therapists excited, but also massage therapists who are ready to break out on their own. Yeah. Or, you know, or even my practice never really took off. What the heck? Call me. We'll talk. We'll see what's going on. It's for everybody. Kelly can help all of you. I will give it a shot. (laughs) I will give it my best shot. And if I can't, I'll try to point you to somebody else who might. That's right. That's right. Okay, Kelly. uh, Thank you so much again. And uh, bye-bye, everyone. And thank you for doing this podcast. I'm really glad you're doing this. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And I will talk to you another time, I am sure. Yes. Thanks.